And now, another timely and powerful message from Pastor Emmanuel Williams and Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee. The topic of my sermon today is wake up and smell the coffee. Yeah, I know it's <laughs> wake up and smell the coffee. Something is brewing that needs to be exposed. Amen. Something is brewing. The devil is brewing something since. And we cannot be quiet and be passive. We cannot be the church in Laodicea. Lukewarm. We cannot be the church in Ephesus either. Loveless. Amen. And so we got to be alert. We live in interesting times. You know, scripture tells us, I think it's in... First uh, Chronicles chapter 12 verse 32 that the children of Issachar had understanding to know the times they lived in. The children of Issachar, one Bible commentator called them the Issacharans. They were all astronomers and astrologers. The sons of the children, the children of Issachar. And the Bible says they had understanding to know the times and were skilled in fixing the beginnings of years. Now, brothers and sisters, let me tell you this. You don't have to be an astronomer. You don't have to be an astrologer to realize we are living in the last days. Are you know what I'm saying, saints? I mean, it doesn't take much to see that we are living in the last days. We need to wake up and smell the coffee. As I said, something is brewing. Second Timothy chapter 3 verse 1 tells us what the latter days are going to look like. It also tells us, it gives us 19 traits that will be evidently observed in human beings living in the last days. So what I want to do quickly... I will not go through the entire list given, but I do want to make mention of a few. Because brothers and sisters, what's happening now in the world, it is in the Bible. The Bible is the most current book there is. Let me say that again. The Bible, the word of God, is the most current book there is. So Second Timothy chapter 3 verse 1 tells us that this know also, Paul is writing to Timothy, he said, realize that, I want you to realize something, that in the last days perilous times shall come. We are living in the last days. Amen? In the last days perilous times shall come. You know, the term last days can have several meanings in scripture. Several meanings, but I think the last day's meaning referred to here in Second Timothy chapter 3 verse 1 is what the Apostle Peter alluded to. You remember when Peter preached in Acts chapter 2, I think he said in verse 16, he said, this is what was spoken of by the prophet Joel. He said, and it shall come to pass in verse 17, in the last days. So the last days that's being referred to here must be the time when Jesus was born to the end of time. So let me ask you, are we living in the last days now? Yes, we are living in the last days. And since there are some things we must be made aware of, in the last days, the Bible tells us perilous time shall come. Perilous means dangerous. There's going to be dangerous times, furious times, fierce times, difficult times, violent times, grievous times. The word grief, the word, the word here, perilous, means that if you continue to focus on what's happening in the world, it's going to suck your strength out of you. That's what it's conveying. If your gaze is not on God, if your focus is not on God and it's on what's happening out there, you're going to get weak as a Christian because you need to remain refueled. And so he's saying that there's going to be perilous, perilous times. Interestingly though, I, was, I began to turn over every stone in the Greek and I realized there were times here in the Bible, there are two words used for time. There is the word chronos, 
and the word kairos. Chronos is referring to time unfolding chronologically. Kairos is important. Kairos is referring to periods of times, seasons, eras, epochs or epochs of time. And that's the word you, that's used there. He's saying that there are certain seasons of time that's going to be perilous, fierce, dangerous, difficult. Such as what we've been, been experiencing in the last two years. I want to make it relevant since we are living in difficult times. Mm? We have increasing gun violence. We have challenges with law enforcement. We have the coronavirus pandemic. And more recently, the hacking of the gas lines by a group operating on the dark web located in Russia. These are perilous times. How many of you saw the lines for gas? People were frustrated. And what, you know, what caught my attention was the hackers, they call them the dark side, they had to be, they had to be paid five million dollars to release the gas line. Since we live in difficult times, dangerous times, and you need to, we need to know that this is the last days and we need to strengthen our resolve in God. Are you getting me sense? And it is going to get worse. It is bad. It's going to get worse and then worse. Jesus said that. There is a lot of pain out there. <laughs> there is a lot of pain out there. There is a lot of confusion out there. And since there is too much pain out there, there is so much pain, you cannot duck it. You have to just walk through it. Innocently. And so because of that, I want to talk to you, as I said this morning, on strengthening our resolve in God, our determination. Making God our answers for everything and in any situation. Let me say that again. God has to be our answer for everything and in every situation let me say that again God has to be our answer in everything and for every situation since it's getting dark out there and we need to start setting our feet on the solid rock now is not the time to relent now is the time to press forward now is the time to set your face as a flint. No turning back. The time is going to come when that resolve will be required. Soon and very soon. And so since what I want to do is go through some of the traits. There is a reason why perilous times are going to come in the last days. There are 19 traits given of the type of people who will be living in the last days. And the truth be told, they're everywhere. The world will have these people living in them. The Bible tells us in verse 1, these know that in the last days, perilous time shall come. Verse 2 tells us why. Why? It tells us for men, men shall be lovers of their own selves. They are just intoxicated with themselves. It's me, myself, and I. The word mania, interestingly though, is the word anthropos. That's where we get our English word anthropology. The study of humanity. Are you with me, saints? So it's referring to both men and women. Lest you think it's only male men. Female men, women are going to be lovers of themselves also. Since <laughs> I'm sharing with you why the world is going to be the way it is. So we can guard against this. Because if we are not careful, these will creep up in the church. If you see any of these things happening, then you know we are living in the last days. Lovers of themselves. 
Mm? Today, people won't lay down. They won't lay down their lives for anybody or anything because they don't love anybody or anything as much as themselves. When Jesus himself said, you must lose yourself to find yourself. Mm? Now, this is what I want you to see. This is, what, this is what I want you to see. It's interesting, though, that Paul, the Holy Ghost led Paul to list love of self first in this list of ungodly traits. <laughs> but this first trait is also the root of all the other traits because people are lovers of themselves they are covetous because they are lovers of themselves they become boasters because they are lovers of themselves they become proud because they are lovers of themselves they become blasphemous because they are lovers of themselves they become disobedient to parents because they love themselves too much they become unthankful and unholy and so on and so forth are you getting what i'm saying saints lovers of themselves don't love anybody else but themselves love themselves to the point where they'll do anything for money why do you think we have the outbreak of the coronavirus since Why do you think this is happening? It's because people have no love for one another. Why would somebody create a virus that's targeting the elderly and those with underlying condition? It is because they're in love with themselves and nobody else. They have love for nobody. These people are intoxicated with the demonic idea of population control. You hear me saying, when the very first commandment God gave Adam and Eve was to what? Be fruitful, multiply, and replenish the earth. We have men and women in labs. Yes, in labs. Experimenting with viruses. I'm not sure if you listened this week. It broke my heart this week. I was listening to an exchange between uh, these political leaders. I won't uh, give their names. But interestingly, even as we speak now, there are men and women in labs experimenting with what they call super viruses. The coronavirus is nothing compared to the super viruses they are, curr they are currently exper experimenting with. Why would you experiment with a super virus? I mean, think about it. Why do you want to perpetrate so much harm on humanity? Lovers of themselves. And let me say this. If the coronavirus was not as a result of what happened in Wuhan, if it was as a result of the advent of 5G, well, then why would you create such technology that's going to poison human beings? It doesn't have to be about money all the time. <laughs> oh glory be to Jesus as I said they do that because they have no love for anybody else but themselves the Bible says I won't go through every one of them sins because I need to I need to focus on how we can resolve ourselves but I think I want to mention a few of them so we can guard against this the Bible also said in these last days going to, there's, there's going to be a lot of people who are just covetous Covetous conveys the idea of loving money and an extreme desire for wealth. Everything is about money, 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 money. An extreme desire to acquire and have the possession of others. It is not yours, it's somebody else. One word used in today's world to describe covetousness, materialism. 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 People are materialistic. I'm afraid to say church folks. Let me just say people. Amen. <laughs> Materialistic. The Bible says in 1 Timothy chapter 6 verse 10. For the love of money. Is the root. Of what? Not just evil. All evil. The love of money is the root of all evil. And if you and I are not careful saints. We'll sell our souls for money. Let me just say. I'm saying if we are not careful. It cannot be about money. The Bible did say in Ecclesiastes 3 that money answers all things in the natural realm. But in this time, in this world, brothers and sisters, you need to move from the natural realm. We need to be in the spirit. 
We need to be in the spirit. We need to be able to discern some things in this last day. Saints, just give me a little time to speak. I'll get to my main point in a while. The Bible also says the world is going to be filled with boasters. Just braggadocious. Empty boasters. They are empty pretenders who speak with excessive pride. They are people who brag of their own accomplishments, talents, possessions, and so forth. Boasting is rooted in self-love. Just outright ostentatious. In the last days. They forgot the Bible says that your boast should be in the Lord. <laughs> Psalms 32, Psalms 34 verse 2 says, my, show, my soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Our boast as Christians should be in the Lord. Today you boast in the Lord and you offend some people. You, today if you, step, if you step out saying, I believe God is able to protect me. I believe God is able to provide for me. I believe God is able to refer to you as being super spiritual. Christians, you affirm our dependence, our boast on God and Christians call us super spiritual. Brothers and sisters, what is happening to us? Wake up and smell the coffee. Don't let anybody bully you into telling you that you're super spiritual. Amen. To shut you down when you begin to make your boast in God. <laughs> oh, glory be to you. You are just being spiritual. That's it. You're being spirit minded. You're word minded. Let me move on quickly. The Bible says also these last days, there will be those who are proud. Showing off themselves above others. Hmm? Pride just self-centeredness proud because of the accomplishments mm? blasphemers means to speak evil of people defame slander revile it could also include those who defame or slander other people you know there are many people nowadays who make big bucks from gossiping on people big bucks from being blasphemers <laughs> some of these people are just outright unthankful you have have you ever come across somebody who's just unthankful just unthankful just cannot say thank you <laughs> oh glory be to jesus unholy the bible uh, says they they'll also be without natural affection and this is the one i want you to guard against natural affection the niv refers to uh, translates this word niv without love the new american standard bible translates this phrase unloving another translation heartless another translation inhuman having no sympathy pity warmth or compassion the world is going to be full of these people that is why there's going to be perilous times why would you create a virus like the coronavirus? It's because you have no compassion, no warmth. That's the best thing you find to do with your time. Think about it. Why can't you start focusing on the cure for AIDS? Today we don't have a cure for AIDS. Can somebody come up with a cure? No, but no, but you see, because they are lovers of themselves. Hmm? And lovers of nobody else. Also the Bible says they are going to be those who are, who are uh, truce breakers. They just cannot keep an agreement. They break every agreement. Their word is not their bond. False accusers. Incontinent means not restrained. Uncontrolled. Overindulgence of self. This is the one we got to be concerned about. People are going to be fierce. Fierce. Not tamed, just outright savage. <laughs> oh. Despisers of those that are good. If you're doing good, you're despised. Traitors, heady. Heady means headstrong, obstinate, rash. Just headstrong, just for being headstrong. Bucking the system just because you want to buck the system. Lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. The Bible says having a form of godliness but denying the power of God. From such, the Bible says, turn away. 
as human beings fall in love with themselves, as humans begin to exhibit these traits, they're going to perpetrate evil acts upon one another. They will move, they, they, since there will be more viruses unleashed. You hear me? There will be more shortages, longer gas lines, longer lines for tissue paper. You remember tissue last year? There will be longer lines for alcohol disinfectant. It's going to get worse. I want you to keep that in mind. It's going to get worse. There's going to be frustration. Pain out there. A lot of pain out there. So I want you to be ready. Get your resolve. I was in line this week at Sam's. Trying to get some gas. And people were just frustrated. There were, were attendants trying to help. Vehicle after vehicle. And people are taking out their frustration on the attendants. Why is this happening? I'm telling you, it's going to get worse. That is why you and I need to strengthen our resolve in God. Amen? Longer lines. Since we have been, what we have seen so far is extremely mild in comparison to what's coming. So I'm here this morning, this afternoon, amen, to encourage us to strengthen our resolve in God. Fear and panic is going to hit the earth like never before. <laughs> and so today I'm here to tell you to be a one thing kind of Christian. I'm going to make it plain. A one thing kind of Christian. David says in Psalms chapter is it Psalms? I think yes. Yeah. Psalms chapter 27. Can you go to Psalms chapter 27? David says one thing. That's why I said I want you to be, I want you to be a one thing kind of Christian. Amen. A one thing kind of Christian in these last days. To resolve. To strengthen our resolve in, on God in these last days. We have to be. A one thing type of Christian. There it is. It says, what David says? One thing have I desired of the Lord. He said, that will I seek after. Notice what he desires. He has to seek for it. It doesn't overtake him like a fog. Are you, Minister Bobby, you get what I'm saying? That which I desire, I have to seek after it. And in the end, I'll tell you what, brothers and sisters, is seeking, which is what every Christian must seek after. He says here, that will I seek after. Why? That I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. And this is what he's seeking after. He tells you the place he's going to attempt to seek it. He said, this is what I'm seeking. To behold the beauty of the Lord. And to inquire in his temple. Verse 5, quickly. Verse 5 says, this is why he said, I'm a one thing kind of Christian. I am a one thing kind of what? Christian. I desire to see the beauty of God. That's all I live for. To behold the beauty of God. To inquire in his temple. In these last days. <laughs> We got to be a one thing kind of Christian and desire to see the Lord's beauty and to inquire in his temple. Because notice what the Bible says. When you do that, he says, for because in the time of trouble, are we in the time of trouble now? <laughs> oh, glory be to God. For he said, in the time of trouble, he shall what? Hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle, he shall hide me. He shall set me upon a rock. <laughs> oh, glory be to Jesus. In these last days, we need to be set upon a rock. And David said, because I am a one thing kind of Christian. <laughs> Woo, glory be to Jesus I am a one thing all I do is seek the beauty of the Lord I just want to behold his face <laughs> oh glory be to Jesus that's what I seek for that's what I live for now, 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 now keep that in mind brothers and sisters we have to understand who is who is saying that 
Because David is a well accomplished king. David is a king that was anointed three times. Glory be to God. Are you getting what I'm saying? This is a man who was anointed three times saying, I am a one thing kind of king. <laughs> I am all about the beauty of God. I'm all about the face of God. Think about it. He's not saying that when I'm in trouble, my accomplishments are going to take care of me. If you enter David's office, he has three plaques. His first plaque, anointed by the men of Judah. Plaque number one, and they increase in size. Plaque number two, sorry, the first one, anointed by Samuel. <laughs> you remember that? Oh, how many of you know we need the anointing for these last days? Brothers and sisters, there are some lions coming. <laughs> oh, there are some bears coming. Like David said, the lion and the bear came. But because I was anointed. <laughs> he said, Goliath came. But because I was anointed. We need the anointing. In these last days. And David tells you where, he tells you where to, where, where the anointing can be fed. Oh, glory be to Jesus. He, he, no, no, no. This is, as I said, this is a king. You have to listen to him when he speaks. Because David didn't arrive at king of Israel overnight. This is a man who took his time. David became king of Israel little by little. <laughs> oh, glory. You, you get what I'm saying? Well, that's why when you read the Psalms, you got to you got to meditate on that stuff. Because this is not a man who arrived where he did overnight. He had some challenges, but he was victorious because he said, "I am a one thing kind of king." <laughs> hey, glory be to Jesus. Are you a one thing kind of Christian? Yes. He said, "One thing have I desired." That will I seek after. That I may dwell in the house of the Lord. All the days of my life. And I'm not just sitting in church. Sitting in the house of the Lord doing nothing. He said I'm there because I want to behold the beauty of the Lord. I'm not just there wasting time. I am here on business. I'm here to maintain my anointing. Oh glory be to God. I know I am going to the house of the Lord. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Woo! I'm a one thing kind of king. Let me ask you since, will you be a one thing kind of Christian from today onward? Amen. For what's coming down the road, be a one thing kind of Christian. Hallelujah. I live to experience the beauty of God. <laughs> so he got anointed. He was anointed by Samuel. Nobody saw that. And I'm saying that brothers and sisters because it's important that sins that we understand the integrity of little by little. Let me say it again. It's important that we understand the integrity of little by little. Amen. We need to be well-baked Christians. Are you getting what I'm saying? Well put in the oven for a little while on low heat. Praise the Lord. Are you with me? On low heat for a couple hours. Well cooked. Well baked. Not novices. Are you getting what I'm saying? But people who can bear long. Under pressure. It's called patience. Patience is to bear long. Under pressure. Without saying a word. But giving God praise and glory. And honor. Oh, glory be to Jesus. I'm a one thing kind of Christian. All I do is I inquire to be in the house of the Lord. To behold his beauty. To inquire in his sense. Let me share with you. There is beauty in God. There is beauty in God. And David is saying, I got to be. You see, back then, they didn't have the Bible to read. No, they didn't have. They didn't. Not as yet. So David knew the only place he could go and hear about God is in the house of God. Ah, glory be to Jesus. It's in the house of God. Uh, I, I, I think it said somewhere. It is somewhere, somewhere in the Bible. It says, I, I read it last night. I just forgot. It says, no man can see God and live. 
No man can see God and live. Now, 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 hear what he's saying now. If you see God, immediately you'll be like him. <laughs> David is saying, I want to be in the temple until I see God so that my flesh can die. <laughs> oh, glory be. Because no man can see the beauty of God and be the same. <laughs> oh, in these last days, we got to be a one thing kind of Christian. Those who seek after the beauty of God. No man can see God and live because God is spirit. If you see God, your spirit will leave your body and be with him. <laughs> it doesn't mean you cease to exist. Humans call it death. Christians call it sleep and graduation. <laughs> oh, glory. They call it, we call it sleep and graduation. I'm a one thing kind of Christian. <laughs> one thing have I desired and that's what I'm telling you brothers and sisters one thing have I desired he said that will I seek after and this is what brothers and sisters David is seeking because you know and I that David had a very troubled a very troubled youth and trouble, trouble never stopped when he became king. His son had him run from his kingdom. He was in the woods. Are you with me? In the forest. And God restored the man. I'm talking about somebody you and I must listen to when they speak. The man was anointed once by Samuel. He was anointed a second time by the men of Judah. And then finally anointed by the leaders of Israel. Three anointings. Yet he's a one thing kind of king. Oh God. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> a one thing kind of king. All he wants to do is see the beauty of God. My God. That's all I want to see, the beauty of God. Because I don't want to be the same. The Bible says when we see him, we'll be like him. And that doesn't have to be when you go to heaven, it could be now. Yeah, yeah. The Bible says now we are the sons of God, not when we go to heaven. Now we are the sons of God. And to the extent you see him, you'll be like him. Let me say that again. To the extent we see him, we will be like him. And so I came here, brothers and sisters, to beg of you to be a one thing kind of Christian because of what's happening. We are living in the last days. You need, we need to be on that rock. Mm -hmm. To be on that rock. And what David is, you see, when you seek after the beauty of God, because the Bible says there is a promise given to us in Jeremiah 29, 13. He said, those who seek me, you shall find me. But when you do it, when you seek him with all your heart. I get what I'm saying, saints. While we do half time, let us seek him with all our heart. That's when you will see his beauty. And this is what happens, saints, when you encounter the beauty of God. This is what happens. You hear me very carefully. What happens is you get to a place where you are quiet from fear of evil. <laughs> ah, glory be to Jesus. That is what David is saying. I want to get to a place where the news of evil cannot touch me. Because I live. <laughs> Can you go to Proverbs 133? Proverbs 133. Because in these days, the fear of evil is worse than the evil itself. The Bible says, but whoso hearkeneth unto me shall dwell what? Safely. And shall be what? Quiet from? <laughs> oh, glory be to Jesus. But whoso, the word hearkeneth doesn't mean to listen. Only it means listening with a desire to do. <laughs> it, it didn't say those who hear me. A lot of folks hear in one ear, it leaves the other ear. No, no, people who hearken listen with a desire to do. 
So he said, I, I love the specificity, the specificity with which the Bible communicates. I love the precision with which the Holy Spirit communicates the Bible. He said, those who hearken. That's why Jesus says, he who have ears. <laughs> not he who has, not he who hearkens. No, no, no. People, are, people who hearken are on a whole different level. They shall be what? They shall dwell. Anybody want to dwell safely? You wonder, anybody interested in being at a place where it doesn't matter what happens. You are just quiet. Your soul is quiet from fear of evil. <laughs> folks, uh, folks will become troubled. Why are you not falling apart? It's because my soul is quiet from fear of evil. I have found a rock because I'm a one thing kind of Christian. <laughs> oh, glory. Bad news can't touch me. I am emotionally stable. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I've planted my feet on the rock. Lord, I give you praise. We need this in these last days. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Hallelujah. That's what we need in those last days. And people, when that, that, that level of confidence and dependence of, on God is rare, because people expect you, expect the, the contrary. When bad news happens, they expect you to fall apart. And that's what we see happening out there in the world. As the grasslands get longer, they paid these hackers five million. Don't you think they'll do it again? These hackers were enabled. They were enabled. Yes. I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, you will, you and I, we will need the favor of the Lord to surround us like a shield. Psalms 512. Are you getting me? He said, Thou Lord will bless the righteous with favor. Lord, I give you praise. You will need the favor of God in these long gas lines. You'll need the power of God in these lines at Walmart. Are you getting what I'm saying? Say, God, give me favor. Your son is here. Your daughter is here. Make a way. Make a way, Lord God. We thank you. And because I'm here, I'm highly favored. Everybody around me will be blessed. <laughs> oh, glory be to Jesus. Yeah. When I pulled up at, I pulled up at some at Walmart to get some gas, I said, the son of God is here. Everybody's going to get gas today. I said, you, you, that I'm a one thing kind of Christian. All I got is God. I'm, I, I'm, I thank God for the gas, but I'm depending on God for my gas. So I said, Father, no gas is going to run out until your son. Yes, yes. Because your son is a one thing kind of Christian. <laughs> Woo! Yes, Lord. Yeah. 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 It is time to strengthen your resolve on God. Your dependence of God. Your determination. And let the world know. Listen, let the world know. Let your kids know. Let mama them know. Let papa them know. Let brother them know. Let people at work know. That I am a one thing kind. Of Christian. As of today. Forgive me if I messed up before. But today. I'm starting over. <laughs> oh glory be to Jesus hallelujah 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 oh we bless your name hallelujah one thing have I desired hallelujah Woo! glory be to Jesus Saints, let me challenge you the Lord has beauty the Lord has beauty there is rest in God there is rest in God oh there is rest in God your soul can be at rest Ah, glory be to God. Oh, I feel the presence of God. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, glory be to Jesus. Thank you. Can you say thank God for the anointing? Thank God for the anointing. Hey, since we need a manifestation of that. 
In this last days, in this last days, we got to come out the closet. We got to start using the name of Jesus. Let folks here say, no, in the, not here in the name of Jesus. Not today in the name of Jesus. No, not in the name of Yeshua Mahashia. No, 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 no. In, in El Nombre de Jesus, not today. <laughs> oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. But brothers and sisters, notice what David said. I got to seek for it. Yeah, I got to put myself in position, in a route to get it. I will, it doesn't just happen because you get up this morning. Amen. And you begin to breathe the free oxygen. It doesn't just happen that way. It doesn't overtake you as a fog. Brother, you got to, the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 4, you got to labor to get rest. <laughs> oh, glory be. Is, is it is it Hebrews 4? I think it says you got to labor to get rest. Think about it. I thought rest is just rest. I think you just walk over and get, I thought you just walk over and get rest. No. Spiritual rest is going to cost you something. <laughs> Hebrews 4.11 Listen to me brothers and sisters Spiritual rest Is going to take something out of you Something has to die Let us therefore labor Let us labor therefore To enter into what? That rest Lest any man should Any man fall after the Same example of unbelief You got to labor Yeah, 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 that flesh got to go, it got, it, it's got to die. And think about it when we say flesh, we're talking about a mindset. Okay, a mindset the flesh is a mindset, it only observes what it can see, feel, smell, taste, and touch. It ignores the spirit realm totally. Oh, oh that has to die. Yeah, that mindset has to die if you're going to get to you got to labor to kill that flesh. The flesh doesn't die without a fight. <laughs> mm, glory be to Jesus. I'm sharing brothers and sisters the importance of ensure of strengthening our resolve on God. I'll use one more scripture and I'll call it call it quit. That was my Old Testament exhibit of whom a one thing kind of king. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I am a one thing kind of king. You, you enter David's house right upon the door. I am a one thing kind of king. Woo! Man, I must put that. Baby, we, we, we must put that over our door. I'm a over. We are one thing kind of family. <laughs> Woo! We seek the beauty of God. This is what this, this is what um this is what Paul said. Let me give you a New Testament exhibit of one thing. Paul said in Philippians chapter three, is it verse eleven or twelve? Since I know it's somewhere in the Bible, three thirteen. You got it, Philippians three thirteen. Paul said, "I count not myself to have apprehended." Paul said, "I don't count myself to have arrived." Regardless, listen to me. Paul didn't look at his at his accolades. Are you with me? Paul is a man God took to heaven in the spirit. And Paul said, I went to heaven and I heard things that I cannot say to you. <laughs> ah, glory be to Jesus. Are you getting what I'm saying? That the man of the Holy Spirit used to tell us about being a one thing kind of Christian. Look, look at their accomplishments. And Paul said, everything I've accomplished, I consider done. Boo boo, boo boo. That's what he said. All my degrees, all my accomplishment. But he said, he said, brethren, I count myself not to have apprehended. But what? But this what? This one thing. I'm a one thing kind of apostle. We just look at a one thing kind of king. We are looking at a one thing kind of apostle. He said, this one thing, what? That I do. What, what, what is the one thing? Forgetting those things. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let, me share, let me share this with you. The devil 
and your family will bring your past let me say it again let me say that in English the devil and your family will bring your past and dump it in your face and you got to press through that stuff <laughs> can I tell you why you have to press through it because sometimes it's true <laughs> but <laughs> oh but any man in Christ is a new creature second Corinthians 5 17 all the things are passed away and behold all things all things have become new don't you worry about the old devil when they tell you about about your past let me tell you bro your past doesn't make you it doesn't define you your past is fertilizer for your future you pack it under your feet and you move up you pack it under your feet and you move up that's what your past is there for you need your past is leverage <laughs> oh glory be to Jesus hallelujah hallelujah I'm almost done so he said one thing I'm a one thing kind of apostle right one thing sorry forgetting the things which are behind and what he's doing I tell you I tell it comes with effort it comes you gotta you, yeah you gotta what you gotta stretch David said I gotta seek I gotta you got it doesn't come easy you got to stretch he said I I reach forth unto those things which are before me verse verse 14 brings it home I this is what this is what he pressed to I press towards the mark for the price of the high calling in Christ Jesus that's what I live for the, the what the mark the mark of the price of the high calling in Christ Jesus oh hallelujah can you give the Lord some praise hallelujah hallelujah I am a one thing kind of apostle. I am a one thing kind of husband. I am a one thing kind of wife. I am a one thing kind of Christian. I press towards the mark for the price of the high calling in God. Hallelujah in Christ Jesus. Isn't that a blessing? Since in these last days, we've got to be like David, a one thing kind of king. We've got to be like Apostle Paul, a one thing kind of an apostle. And both of them are stretching. Both of them are seeking. Uh-huh. A place in God where their soul can be quieted. Mm. Where their resolve in God can be strengthened. Where their determination in God is settled. Are you with me? When trouble comes, trouble meet, when trouble comes, it has to meet you on a rock. The rock is Jesus Christ. The rock is the word of God. If trouble comes and meets you on anything else, you are done for. Trouble is coming. I'm not, I'm not prophesying anything bad. Jesus said that's going to happen in the last days. I'm just asking you saints. When it comes, ensure that you are a one thing kind of Christian. Man, we must make a t-shirt like that. A one thing kind of Christian. Philippians 3, 13 to 14. Psalms 24, 27 verse 3 and 4. Thank you Lord Jesus. If you're looking today, I hope you were encouraged to get your resolving got strengthened because the time is coming where all that's going to matter is a heart that's established on God let me just share these verses with you and I'll bring it to an end thank you Lord I have these verses it's Psalms 57 verse 7 it says my heart is fixed O God <laughs> David said, my heart is fixed, O God. My heart is fixed. I will sing and give praise unto you. Glory be to Jesus. Psalms 112 verse 7 says, 
he shall not be afraid of evil tidings look at right right here the Christian will not be afraid of evil tidings his heart is fixed trusting in the Lord verse 8 says his heart is established his heart what, what? this is it this is it for the one thing kind of Christian my heart is established my heart is fixed so when evil tidings come I will not be moved <laughs> oh glory be to Jesus can you say it came to pass yeah yeah it does come it came to pass glory be it came to pass came to pass can you put uh, Proverbs 133 I'll end with it I said it before but I'll end with it Proverbs chapter 1 verse 33 but whoso hearkeneth unto me shall dwell safely and shall be quiet from fear of evil years ago I had a challenging time in my life I became very fearful very fearful very unsettled but as usual every day I read the proverb of the day so every month I read the entire book of Proverbs over and over and do over my goal is to memorize the entire Bible I read five Psalms and while I was there going through Proverbs chapter 1 the Lord brought this to me right here but whoso hearkeneth unto me if you look further up it will tell you what you have to hearken to that's another sermon but brothers and sisters you can reach a place where you can be quiet from fear of evil quiet from bad news and sad news get ready get ready amen get ready please take time to meditate on the word and let it sink into your heart and soul and mind today Knowing that the Christian who meditates on the Word will be like a tree planted by the water, bringing forth fruit in its season and prospering in all that he does. But what if you aren't a Christian today? What if you don't know if you're bound for heaven as a forgiven child of God? If that's you, then let's take care of it right now if you're ready. Do you believe that Jesus died for your sins? Are you ready to be forgiven of your sins and washed clean and made new? Are you ready to begin your new life in Christ? Then turn to God right now and say, Lord, I love you. I need you. I repent of my sins. Lord, please forgive me and wash me clean. I receive your forgiveness right now as I put my faith in Jesus as my Savior. God, please lead me and teach me and show me how to live from now on. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And if you're looking for a good church family, you'll be welcomed with open arms at Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee, located at 4750 Capital Circle Southeast near Tram Road. Sunday school begins for all ages at 10 a.m. and the morning service begins at 11. And the Wednesday evening service begins at 7. This is a life-giving, multicultural, multi-generational church where people of all races, backgrounds, and walks of life come together to worship, to be inspired in their love for God, to develop relationships, and to be empowered to live out God's purpose for their lives. Find more information on their website, imitatorsofgodministries.com, or call the church, 850-408-8496.